Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. It is December the 1st, 2020, and we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday on those points. And Julie and I got a lot of really nice and very sweet and appreciative emails and messaging after yesterday's show. We always appreciate the feedback, guys. That's the reason we always try to acknowledge the feedback. And one of the really nice emails we got, I'm going to read this to you guys. Um, I won't I won't read the lady's uh, full information in case she didn't want us to share it because I didn't ask her permission, so I'll just read the message. Hi, guys. Your, part, your podcast really resonated with me today regarding your comments about struggling. Those comments made me realize that it's important to struggle, and once you struggle and come out on the other side, the feeling of accomplishment and increased confidence follows. My son just followed me into real estate two months ago, and he quit his full-time job to do so. He is learning about struggling in a good way. Got his first multifamily listing and 10 offers within 24 hours. Boy, that's going to give him a... A false sense of what a real market's going to be like when that comes back around, isn't yeah, it? But still, congratulations. Yes, it's a good start. Thanks for str- strength. Thanks for struggling for us and keeping uh, concepts relevant and new. And you are welcome, Liz. And that's all the information I'm going to share about her. But you know what? That really is. I, I really appreciated the fact that she was understanding what we were trying to uh, convey yesterday. Because really, truthfully, the struggling part, the pain part, is the necessary part that pretty much everyone kind of designs their lives around trying to avoid. That's for sure. And that's the thing that I think that Liz understands and now her son understands is that everything you want in life really is on the, here Liz, you'll be familiar with this, is on the other side of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And that is in essence what struggling is all about. You know, it's funny, Julie asked me yesterday, you know, because we're trying to obviously always perfect, get better ourselves and as we improve and you know, just personally, and, and we improve our products and our coaching and the dissemination of different things we're saying. So it's kind of a fascinating question. Is like, you know, when do you know, is there ever a time when you've reached some sort of like Shangri-La where you're, oh, I have arrived. And, you know, Julie and I were talking that back and forth and we all, she and I share the same opinion that there is never an arrival of that emotion, not something that's a, on a permanent basis. Um, but where we did agree, uh, in addition, is that you can have little moments of clarity or epiphanies that do give you the breadcrumbs, the emotional and maybe even spiritual breadcrumbs that you're on the right path. But the idea that there's ever a time where you're not going to have to struggle, to use Liz's mm-hmm. you know phrasing here, in, in, in aspects of your life and a constant mode of improvement, the idea that you'll get to some point where that's no longer part of uh, your life is, is not true. And it isn't true. And you should not want it to be true because you should appreciate and embrace the struggle because that means that you're trying to improve and you're working yes. on ways to make yourself a be- the best version of you. Well, that's what's supposed to happen. Remember yesterday we talked about point number three. There's not going to be a day. You really shouldn't even want a day where all of your to-do list is complete. Your voicemail is magically empty and your texts are all answered. That would mean either you're dead or you have no business (laughs) or maybe both. But this is not something to strive for. Okay. The thing you've got to come to terms with is finding peace by being mentally and emotionally strong while all of these things are going on. Remember when you were learning how to generate this is what was supposed to happen. You're supposed to be 
you know, dealing with your voicemail and your email and handling clients and helping people at the highest level. That's but what's supposed to happen. It's those little epiphanies that come from your constant improvement that will make you feel incredibly proud and then, you know, knowing that you're on the right path. And those all come from struggling. And if you don't force yourself into situations where you do have to struggle, in other words, you're just doing the easy things, you're never going to actually get those sensations of accomplishment or that's those sensations that you're on the right path. You know, maybe you start going to like Julie, by the, mm-hmm. you know, she's trying, she's lifting weights at the gym again. We always go back to the physical examples when we're trying to help you guys easily understand our points because it's something that everyone can immediately gravitate towards, right? Everyone understands this because everyone's been forced to do gym when they were kids, for example. But she's going back to lifting weights and I noticed that you know, two weeks ago, she was only able to lift X and just two weeks later, she's able to lift, you know, X plus, you know, maybe 10 pounds. And so she's quickly progressing and she feels really proud of herself by she can see the noticeable improvement and her um, ability to lift more weight with ease. And that's the same thing that happens when you develop a, a sharper, a better tuned skill set with regards to your real estate services and your skill set with regards to helping customers and knowing what to say and how to say it. And you guys got it. Where it gets tricky, where it gets murky, is it's really, really tempting to spend all your best energies every day on gimmicks without knowing that they're gimmicks. And then you've wasted you know days, weeks, months, years. And the gimmicks that I'm talking about, and here's how you know if it's a gimmick or not. And this is just something to be really, really clear. Are you trying to generate leads or are you trying to generate sales? And all of the things that are gimmicks are always about lead generation, never about actually creating a lead into a customer, into a sale. And so let me give you an example. If you're spending a lot of time, uh, if you've said the word funnel in the past 24 hours, chances are you're being tempted by gimmicks. If you're doing a lot of pay-per-click, if you're buying business, if you're doing anything like that, if you think branding is important, all these different things, you're probably somebody that's going to be prone to chasing gimmicks. The real work in real estate comes from actually being able to be a proactive lead generator, know how to pre-qualify that lead, knowing how to present and knowing how to, you know, all the things that are necessary for you to be a successful real estate agent long-term. But everybody gets sucked into the gimmicks because you know, they, they appear to be true. They're, they are sold often in such a way that you think, well, this must be the way forward. Um, but at the end of the day and at the end of your ability to stay in real estate, then only then do you discover that you should have been on a different path. So I constantly and will, you know, warn all of you guys to be very, very clear about where you should be spending your best energies every single day. And they are on proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. If you're not doing those five things at the highest level every single day, and truthfully, you only need to do the first three things at the highest levels. If you can only perfect proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, and presenting, and you suck at everything else. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you know, if Zoe was in the room, I'd owe her a dollar right now because I said suck. Yeah, so she is keeping track. She's writing it down. (laughs) We're in trouble now that she can spell. Yeah, that's right. Well, but those are the three things. And really everything else other than that, you just don't do or you delegate in your your real estate business. The don't doing is a viable option if you know how to proactively lead, generate, pre-qualify, and present. Once you know how to be a powerful listing agent, you really can be terrible at virtually everything else. Because you'll have the income. You'll have the profitability to hire a transaction coordinator and that sort of thing. So. Yes, but here's, I think what's becoming the theme of this podcast is you cannot skip steps. I couldn't just go straight to, you know, it'd be really cool if I could lift, you know, 50 pounds in this Well, I tried to do that with you yesterday. Uh, You were trying to do some sort of, I don't even know what that (laughs) maneuver was. Total muscle failure. And I put a 45-pound weight on you and you just splat like some sort of comic. (laughs) Exactly. That that didn't happen, so we had to reduce that. But you know what? One day I'll be able to lift that. I just can't skip the steps to get there. That's right. And, you know, this does relate 
very closely to the day of, you know, the typical day in real estate practice. We talked about this in Premier Coaching yesterday. We had uh, somebody that was talking about how, you know, they had followed up and followed up on this expired call. And, you know, as it turns out, the person was able to sell their house. And we talked about, look, you know, there are victories along the path. And the fact that you looked up the phone number for the expired, that's a victory. You picked up the phone. You made yourself pick up the phone. You used a script. There's all of these victories along the way. You can't just skip straight to taking the listing right when you go out and selling it. You've got to learn along the path. That's part of the struggle. And there's no, you know, that we talk about this like in the stages of mastery that you can't just skip through concentration and get into momentum. Everybody wants to. And that's why you're susceptible to being sold crap by people who know this. Well, right. I mean, the world is awash with fake gurus, fake coaches, fake all-knowing, you know, whatevers. And you all, where, you know, it becomes very difficult to be able to know who to listen to and who not to listen to and have your own sets of filters and really be brutal with who you allow to have any kind of influence on you. The I love the term influencer nowadays what does that even freaking mean it's just such a fake word you know and how everyone's you're somehow ethically allowed to call yourself an expert that started back in the short sale days where people would buy a designation mm-hmm. make themselves a short sale expert even though they never done a short sale and then you have all these other just types of really fraudulent i don't know maybe fraudulent is too strong of a word but really well hell fraudulent is the word types of things out there that are being sold to real estate agents so you need to develop your own filters and here are the filters we suggest number one the person selling you whatever they're trying to sell you have they actually sold real estate because a lot of them haven't they're just marketing guys they never sold real estate never had a license number two did they sell a lot of real estate 100 plus homes in other words are they actually a valid person that you should listen to i don't care to why would you gather advice for someone who's just a bench warmer you need to look for somebody that was an absolute home run hitter number three did they actually sell a lot of real estate for a long period of time because anybody could list a subdivision and sell 100 houses in a year and the next year sell five houses that happens quite frequently especially in parts of the country where there's building booms going on so did they do all three of those things the next filter that you should all apply before you listen to anyone right license yes or no no license then you do not listen to what they have to say and you have to be brutal about it otherwise they're going to get you off track number two did they sell a lot of real estate number three did they sell a lot of real estate for a long period of time and number four, whatever they're trying to sell you, will it give you, and I would suggest, a 10x at least return on whatever dollar amount they're asking for from you within 90 days or less? And can they prove that? Right. And can they prove it? Who can you talk to that this has worked for that can prove it to you? And if they can't do any of those things, which by the way, virtually none of them will, and all the things you guys are slapping down your credit card numbers for and all these things you're buying, they're all, you're, you're buying hopes and dreams. You're not buying anything actually is going to get you a result. You're buying something which is supposed to be a placebo to real work. That's where you guys go wrong. That's where everyone goes wrong in life, by the way. They look for shortcuts, not just real estate agents or even entrepreneurs, everybody in life. And so these marketing guys and gals, what they do is they know that nobody really likes to do the real work in life. So if you want to make a lot of money, sell people uh, a gimmick that will basically make them believe that they don't actually have to do the real work in life, and then they'll buy it. Very, very few people are going to listen to the types of things that Julie and I say 
uh, because it's going to require that they do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. So a quick announcement before Julie gets to her next point. Um, Harris Rules continues to be a bestseller on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere else. If you've not pitched, uh, picked up the book or downloaded it um, from Audible, please consider doing so. It's got over 400 five-star reviews. It's our goal to make this the number one best-selling real estate book of all time. It's well on its way. So please help that help us to make that happen. I love seeing uh, the book being bought by international folks and getting reviews on Amazon. The international reviews are always you know, equally as, um, frankly, we love it. So if you guys can, if you're looking for the per perfect Christmas gift for yourself or for anybody that's in business, specifically real estate, do consider Harris Rules. All right, so we are working on points. And these are 15 thoughts to embrace while planning for your best year ever, which is going to be 2021. Now, I want to remind all of you, you are going, we're leading into helping you complete your 2021 uh, business plan. Our business plan is called the Real Estate Treasure Map. And we want you to download your free copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map. And it's very simple for you to do so. I've made it so it's so simple. None of you have an excuse not to do it. Here's all you have to do. You have to text. 2021, next year's year, right? 2021, text that to 855-685-1045. So text 2021 to 855-685-1045 and we'll text you back a link where you can download the Real Estate tre uh, Treasure Map and seven other books. And the other book that we're giving you is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. This is a fantastic book. Julie and I personally reread that every year or listen to it, frankly. There's a, an audible version of it as well. But the only version of it that's made for real estate agents is the one we made, which is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. And if you want to get the book along with the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your fill-in-the-blank business plan, which you will need to participate in the podcast for the rest of this month, just text 2021 to 855-685. 1045. Next point, Mrs. Harris. Yes, point number seven. It is better to be exhausted from focused effort versus being exhausted from worrying, getting ready to get started, imagining outcomes, and doing nothing. All of the growth happens in the doing. Often your imagination of how things will go is inaccurate, but you'll never realize that without taking action. You know, if people get ready to get started, they worry about what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. Well, that ends up doing nothing. It's better to be exhausted from the actual effort. Well, remember when you and I, you and I were doing a live event in, um, I don't remember where, and all these people were asking in the audience questions about essentially your point, point number mm -hmm. seven. And I, I kind of got tired of answering the same question asked in different ways. And this is what I said to them. And I was trying to be abrasive, but to make a point, like, mm -hmm. right? But it was great. I think it really made a point. I said, all, I hope every one of you have the worst experiences ever um, and you, you know, absolutely have your ass handed to you. Oh, I owe Zoe another dollar. Two dollars. <laughs> Two dollars. Um, when you start doing the proactive lead generation. Yeah, like immediately. Immediately. And I hope you have uh, the world try to kick your ass. Oh, there's $3. <laughs> on, the, on the first day of you trying to do proactive lead generation. Uh, and I hope you have all those experiences. And I hope it's 10 times worse than you thought it would ever be in your darkest of dreams. That's what I told all of them. And they all went like, what? You know, they were all yeah, like shocked. Why? Why, why was that your answer? Well, the answer, because... First of all, you'll get it out of the way and you'll realize that you had made everything else up because you're really not going to have any negative experiences other than the ones that you manifest in your head. Uh, and if you do get an occasional gruff person, it's going to be an anomaly. It's one out of maybe 50 people. It's so unusual. It's so unusual. Most people are super polite 
uh, super appreciative. And, you know, you guys make excuses like everybody's doing proactive lead generation. My ass they are. Nobody is. Now, 20 years ago, yeah, if you were, for example, chasing a for sale by owner, you definitely would have had a lot of competition. You don't nowadays because the whole generation of agents that you're competing with nowadays, they have never learned how to go after, um, you know, do proactive lead generation. When they came in the industry, they're all taught to do passive things, which, Mm -hmm. as you guys have learned, is very dubious. So do not believe your malarkey in your head about your potential potentiality when it comes to doing proactive lead generation because once you master that frankly everything else is relatively simple yes point number eight practice random acts of kindness now this is a different kind of point if you have the power to make someone happy today do it with very little effort you can have significant impact and that point has risen i mean there's lots of different ways you can do this you can do it with your family with your you know your team members with past clients center of influence some of your leads we, we're teaching the wrapping paper project right now that you're going out and, and giving things, okay? So it doesn't take that much sweat off your back to have a random act of kindness that will stop somebody in their tracks and go, oh my goodness, that's just incredible. It I had could- a, a coaching client tell me that one of their clients, instead of them giving a closing gift, their client sent them flowers to their office. And she was just so taken aback by this. You're not talking about just necessarily writing someone a formal, you know, whatever message showing appreciation. You're talking about opening the door for somebody. Yeah. You're talking about, like ladies are really good at this. Ladies will go out of their way and say, oh, Julie, I just love your glasses. Sure. That's a pretty this or pretty that. That's all you're talking about. It it can be something small, but it can totally reset their outlook for the day. And I think the more of that you do, the more it comes back to you. And you know, it's fascinating too, if you do that in the, uh, you know, in the arenas in which you normally play, like for example, if you're doing a, uh, random acts of kindness when you go to the same Starbucks every day, whatever sure. your, you know, your example is, where you guys do, you're around the same people every day and you become the person that gives people the occasional compliment, they're gonna look forward to seeing you, <laughs> you know? They're gonna like you, they're gonna wanna reciprocate. That's the magical thing about all kinds of, you know, you guys heard the law of reciprocity. I don't know if it's a law, but it just very well might be because I don't know if you've experienced this, but if you've ever opened the door for someone as you're walking into that Starbucks, let's say, you ever notice how they're going to try to repay that kindness just because you did something as simple as opening a door? That's the way the world works. And by the way, a lot of what we teach you in our coaching program is predicated on you initiating a conversation where you're doing somebody else a kindness. And when you do that, you'll find that the world will pivot in your direction forever. Yeah, I, I do it when I'm out and about here to surprise people that I know how to say things when in I'm Spanish. struggling and struggling in Spanish and they're kind of getting annoyed with me. Yeah. And then I'll be like leaving the store or something and say, uh, Feliz fin de semana, you know, happy weekend. And they'll be like, oh, and they say it back. You know, just little things well, like that. Well, we've been saying Feliz Navidad or we said yeah. Feliz Navidad uh, chicas to those little cute girls yeah, this morning. Yeah. We were walking and to the beach and they wanted to pet, they wanted to, uh, pet our dog. Max. Yes. Yeah. But it's the little things that go far. And I think it's not just what you're giving to them, but it also makes you feel good when you do it. Sure it does, of course. Well, it's a mindset trick too, right? So it gets gets you out of your own malarkey again. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to leave you with point number nine because I have to go. Oh, you got time. Do point number nine. I have to get the computer from the child. Oh, the child's got your computer. Okay, point number nine. Expand your natural sphere of influence by building relationships with people who aren't just like you. That's interesting. Go to events, even online events that you're uh, that you're curious about, but not necessarily comfortable in charity events, auctions, talks. Expand who you know, and you'll expand not only your mind but your business as well. So that's an interesting uh, challenge for anybody who's a natural introvert. And you guys will find this hard to believe, but both Julie and I are natural introverts. And so when we are selling real estate, what we had to do, we had to force ourselves to pre-schedule to go to social events. 
Um, you know, maybe it's a charity event. Maybe it's a, you know, something. It could just be some people getting together. We had to schedule in and force ourselves to do those things and hold each other accountable to doing that. Because when you're in the real estate business specifically, you're obviously in a business where you're going to make a lot of contacts and those contacts uh, will result in real estate transactions. That's, you know, one of the primary lead generators that we teach you in our coaching program uh, to work your centers of influence and past clients. It's the first thing that we want all of you to do. But unfortunately, most of you make that the only thing you do. And that results in usual, you know, unfortunate crash and burning of your business. So make sure if you have that as your first lead generation spoke, you don't just stop there. Again, that's what the fallacy that a lot of people make with COI past client marketing. But that aside, make a list. Now, some of you are natural extroverts. You guys get charged up from being around other people. And so it's easier for you. But for the rest of the world, which is really 50% of the world who are more introverted, make sure you do consider the fact that you are a people helping business. And the introversion that you might be plagued with in many cases, frankly, it starts to um, go away the more you see yourself interacting with other people. And you start finding yourself in conversations with people that you wouldn't have otherwise had conversations with. And then you start realizing that you can be more versatile with the types of people you work with. Because the point Julie was making with point number, what is it, nine, was that if you're only working uh, with people that are like you, again, the word versatility here is what's creeping in. If you're only working with people that are like you, you're only going to appeal to a very small minority of folks. And this is something, it's an interesting mental exercise. If you ask yourself who the, you know, you could start with who your best friends are, or you could ask yourself if you've, you know, who your last five or 10 or 20 real estate transactions were with, go through those lists and make, and start denoting, like, what do the people do for a living, Right. Are they doing something that would be more of an introverted type you know, job or an extroverted type job? Sales would be more extroverted. Introverted might be an accountant, right? And if you know you're an introvert and you see that all of your past clients and centers of influence and friends and family are also introverts, you've got what one would call a versatility issue. You're not working or not learning to work with people that are not like you. Um, and it's probably mostly a subconscious thing or a learned skill that you have to work on, but it is necessary for you to essentially ever develop the best version of yourself, not just as a salesperson, but as a human. Um, you know, and that's something all of us fall in traps with. This comes back to complacency. So when you know complacency again creeps into all facets of our lives. Um, you know, it creeps it creeps in how you look, how you dress, what you think, who your friends are, where you live. But it also creeps in with what you think you're capable of. And again, it's a subconscious thing, right? So you might actually start believing that you're only capable of what you've accomplished in your life at, say, 40 or 50 or 60. You might actually start believing that's all you're capable of. But really what's happened is you succumb to being complacent. You've decided that you'd just rather be comfortable uh, for a long period of time or perceived comfort for a long period of time than the perceived discomfort for a short period of time as you expand your, you know, your skill set and your, and your, frankly, your ability to communicate with other people. That's what that point was really all about. So hopefully we're helping you guys with these points and really we're leading up to, and it's incredibly important, this week's podcast is all about helping you to sort of clear the malaise from 2020. I mean, crazy year, craziest year hopefully ever all of us will ever experience. I hope that's true. Um, but we're helping you, doing our best to help you sort of make available space on your mental hard drive to load new software. Um, and then we're going to load the new software starting next week. And that's the completion of your 2021 business plan. But you really won't get much out of those podcasts unless you have downloaded your 2021 business plan. It's a fill in the blank business plan. We've got it waiting for you. It is for sale 
on Amazon, but don't buy it there because I just want to give it to you. All you've got to do is text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Please have that done ASAP. And when you text that, you're going to get an immediate text back. That text is going to give you a link. You're going to go right to the secret page that we've developed, and you're going to be able to download all seven books. The first one I want you to download is definitely um, the Real Estate Treasure Map. That's the fill-in-the-blank business plan. It is big. There are a lot of pages. Make sure your printer has lots of ink and paper and get ready because we're going to start going through it page by page starting next week and showing you how to complete the whole thing so that when you start 2021, you're going to have a very clear North Star. I promise you, whatever you're feeling as far as the disjointed thoughts and emotions, when you go through the exercise that I'm asking you to go through with regards to completing the treasure map, you will feel remarkable on the other end of it because you're going to have clarity in many ways that you've never had before. I'm not overselling it. It is really true because you're going to have clarity about your physical goals, your emotional, your, your spiritual goals, your educational goals. You're going to have clarity about your financial goals. Your, your familial goals. You're going to have clarity about your finances. You're going to have clarity about what you're going to do for lead generation next year. You're going to have clarity about what your sales goals are. You're going to have clarity about every aspect of things that will often make you feel emotionally overwhelmed because you do lack that very uh, con concise, pure a sense of direction, right? So that's what we're doing the rest of this month. Please do participate by downloading your real estate treasure map ASAP. Just text 2021 to 855 685 1045. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.